Quick note before your free preview, if you're hearing this, you are not subscribed at wethefifth.substack.com where you can go and subscribe and you get lots of great things. One of those things is the possibility of interacting with us. I know it's, it's worth its weight in gold. Uh, we do this once a month and we do a Zoom call and you can join. You get the link over there at our Substack and you can yell at us ask us questions, complain, whatever it might be. Um, You're going to get a bit of that here. This is from Sunday, in which a lot of you came on, and some of you asked questions, and we did our best to field them. So this is a preview of that, and you'll get about 20 minutes or so, but if you want to hear the rest of it, and you want to participate in the future, go over to wethefifth.substack.com and help us keep this thing going. We will see you again soon for a new free episode in, I think, the next day or so. Okay. We, we, we know of new methods of attack. Can, can, we, can we mention uh, Camille's friend? The Horse. Um, the fifth column. Which one? Camille does the thing good. that I do when you meet people and they suck and you're like, they're actually nice and you're fine with them. I do he do does that. it with somebody who really, really I do sucks. That with all, I do that with everyone. I know, but yeah, this I one like really sucks. Who? Who are we talking and, about? Uh, and it was just posted here. Uh, Karen Atia. Oh, yeah. I do who like is Karen. like? I do who like, is? I don't want to talk about this. Is so stupid <laughs> that it's like. <laughs> I don't want to talk about. You this. have a podcast. I but does she about some people? But you've met her. Does she have like an we've, obvious we've like brain disorder? No, we've spent a fair amount of time together. We had. A Did you have any friends when you were young that got kicked in the head by a horse and were a little slower <laughs> when you met them again? <laughs> Like out of a skiing accident Stop that. or something? Stop that. No, look, we've spent some time Just together. To we had a ski. debate when she was exceedingly <laughs> wrong. I mean, all of the arguments she made were terrible, but we talked for a good while afterwards, and I found that offstage, away from her Twitter handle, she's like really nice and personable and very reasonable. So when I see her tweet things, I just, I don't know what's going on there. She's unfathomably stupid. <laughs> this is the tweet from today that I saw. This is... Uh, <laughs> been posted here and i'm gonna read it uh, what yeah. israel and the u.s are doing in real time to palestinians activates very recent unhealed trauma around western violence against africans black americans native americans muslims and pretty much the entire global south but they don't want us to talk about that yeah, they, they don't i don't know <laughs> you work for the fucking washington post you dummy <laughs> honestly it's incredible I, that somebody like you works for the washington post but i kind of want her to not talk about it because it's really fucking retarded yeah, oh yeah, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, I, I'm I'm it's incredible how to put yourself it. in it, she how to it, make sure you're a part of it. Get it out. Yeah, of I'm, I'm not saying like she can't talk about it. I just like <laughs> I'm not rooting for her to talk about it because it makes everyone a little bit dumber. But I mean, it's just I, the the central claim there. The central claim, whether or not what she says um, happened historically is true, and whether or not contemporary events actually mirror some sort of historical circumstance, whether or not that's true. The more fundamental claim is that they don't want us to talk about it. Yeah, and amazing. I don't yeah, yeah. I don't actually know what she's yeah. talking about. Who is they? Mm-hmm. What are you talking about? Exactly. Um, and I suspect it's just probably not true. So she's wrong. <laughs> and that's enough for me. Like I it's enough yeah. for me to say, hey, Karen, anytime it's confusing, like Camille, just say exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly right. Yeah, I I really hate the phrase the global south. <laughs> it's like it's just globally like you're talking about australians i mean what do you also i mean what is the what is the the up and the down and the south and the north it's all very strange just a rock floating around in space depends it's, on the yeah. way that you look at things it's, it's just the same way i mean like we talked about this on a previous episode like 
since we got rid of third world and second world, which I thought were yeah. awesome. Those were always good. I did. Uh, I, like a good, I like a good ranking because we're first. Yeah. We're in the first world. And I, I used to like to say I'm from the third world. I got that. That's fun. Yeah. Yes, you're fun. on. But, and also like- And yeah. look what happened to you. Exactly. Get, Give mm-hmm. a little shout out to the second world. I mean, they're kind of up in commerce or maybe world. they fell back a little bit, a little Argentina kind of action or whatever. I, but. Nobody See, likes, I, nobody likes a middle child. It's no, no, honestly, no. first world, third world. Like, <laughs> it's, 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 nobody's paying attention to the second world. If we have British listeners on this call, and we, we usually do, I like to, I like to think about countries in the way that uh, British people think about football. You know, it's like the Premier League and then there's the other divisions and you can mm-hmm. elevate yourself to different, different divisions. That's the same thing is true in, in uh, the second second world, you could, you're you're very close to coming to the first world, and there's sometimes that people enter the first world that are from the second world and from the third world. I mean, and then have third world's parts of their country, which is first world, like China, has some yeah. very very first world stuff and some very third world stuff. Post commie mm. lands were were rightly understood as being second world yeah. in the early days of post commies, and then they all like super caught up uh, to the yeah. point where like uh, my 15 year old goes to school with an Estonian girl and. And let's say the uh, the envy goes in not the direction that it would have 30, 35 yeah. years ago. Yeah, I mean, what's, what's 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 far more coherent than talking about people in terms of first, second, and third? They're very world. good-looking just people. Just say, just say they're yeah. white. So the yeah. Estonian classmate, she's white. Why won't you just honky. tell the truth? Just yeah. that's true. just speak in clarifying language, Push. eliminating all of the weird, <laughs> complicating details. She a white girl. That yeah, makes right. makes more Push sense. Push down the towers. Tell we the know truth. She's evil <laughs> or good or bad or whatever else. Yeah, I'm I'm glad that there's some honkies uh, yeah. from Estonia because they're ethnics. They're white ethnics from what? Estonia. What? Um, I went to Estonia in the, um, yes, the first time in. 2002 or something. And um, I remember the friend that I was with who was drunk and couldn't remember the name of the Estonian money and called them Stony Bucks, which I will forever remember. <laughs> saying, Do you have any Stony Bucks? I was like, like the, the fuck is that? Yeah, it yeah, was great. <laughs> but that bucks. was, um, um, I remember coming into the harbor, we took the ferry from Stockholm and, you know, the Hotel Viru, which is the old KGB place that has the listening post upstairs that you can ask and go see. And it was amazing because it was full of like strip clubs owned by Scottish people. <laughs> I think you can look this up. This was the thing. The Scottish people like, what? they were, they were looking, they keep getting banned from places. You can also look this up. The Times did a story a long time about, about British people going to uh, uh, Czech Republic for their stag nights. Yeah. And they're like, no, the hen you, can't parties. you can't do that. The hen parties and the stag nights. But um, yeah, and I went and it was still just Soviet enough where all the women, all the women were like making up for lost time with makeup. They're like, yeah. we didn't have for many years. I'm going to make four rings. And it's like, Whoa, <laughs> you look, you look like crusty. That's just a lot of, I, <laughs> and I was like, is everyone a prostitute here? And like, they're like, no, what? I am a computer engineer. And I'm like, Oh, mm, I don't look like a prostitute. But it's a, uh, it's, it's, become, <laughs> it's become a very different country, but it is the great. I love Estonia so much. It's such is a fun country a, that people are loving. Is it still a thing? The Scottish uh, strip club owners, like Scottish I, people, this was o- like twenty years ago. In that demographic. well, one yeah. of the things about Estonia is that it's kind of a has a bit of a libertarian dream to it because it's a flat tax of I think fifteen percent. Yeah, mm. um, and you know it, it, all the tech. So before Skype was uh, ultimately purchased by Microsoft, uh, Nicholas Vanstrom, that was his name, I think, uh, moved it to Estonia from Sweden. Lower labor costs, very, very uh, smart and educated workforce, and low taxes. And it, it did really, really well. So they're always a place that you go to, uh, particularly for cybersecurity issues. Like, they're very, very famous for that stuff. Um, it's pretty 
pretty um pretty great country. So, and if you go to if you're in Sweden and you want to head there, you can. It's an overnight ferry, and it's very very cheap because you <laughs> people just buy booze on it. And we've talked about this before. The booze ferries from Stockholm because yeah. it's so expensive. The alcohol is so expensive that you get on the ferry, <gasps> you go and you touch Åland, and then you come back and you can buy duty free. No one gets off the boat. They never didn't, get off the boat. Didn't Ireland used to have like abortion ferries too? Yeah, 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 yeah. Those yeah. are great. Those are really fun. The band, the bands. That on sounds. Those yeah, I was gonna, that sounds like a great time. Actually. Good. <laughs> can Lord. we can we talk about how I sent you guys a headline? I don't know if you read the piece. Um, um, from Ann Coulter, mm. who said that uh, the abortion politics of the right are the defund the police, their version of defund the police. I, I mean, it's pretty good. It's, it, uh, it's, it's, it's strong. It's, <laughs> seems to be the election results seems to be proving that to be true. <laughs> but here's the problem with Ann saying that is that the one person in the Republican race who, who uh, or the two people who agree with her, but who are, has been the best about agreeing with it is a person that she hates so much oh, yeah. she, that she thinks she's a foreigner. <laughs> Just Nikki Haley, right? And she just won't accept her. Wakes up in the morning and stabs a Nikki Haley doll, and yeah. it yeah. like turns into a Muslim so she can hate on the former Hindu. She hates Nikki Haley so much, but that's basically all Nikki Haley's been saying. She's totally right. Like you can't win national elections with a six, you know, week uh, abortion ban. Stop it. It's I like voodoo. Right. I like voodoo and culture so much. I want to talk to voodoo and culture. We can talk to him. It just it's seems not, interesting. I mean, but she, she has to have a voodoo doll. Like be practicing oh voodoo God, yeah. while we talk to her. There's nobody who cares well, yeah. less than that woman. <laughs> it's I true. Mean, when Donald when Donald Trump stopped, you know, um producing like Ann Coulter like and she actually was like advising him on this, um, like uh, uh positions on immigration, she immediately called him, I'm not joking, the first it called him a retard in a call. <laughs> and I was like, this is not somebody who is living in 2023 or cares like at all does she, does you she can go look that up people i swear to god does she have um, a pied-a-terre out there in east egg somewhere on one hand do you see her out on that end of the island i ran into her once but um no i mean i, I think she lives in palm beach or something right um, right right and you know i know her from the red-eye days and uh, just knowing i mean you know a lot of the, the disparate people that uh you know from like <laughs> red-eye which is something that doesn't Exist or shows like that don't exist anymore. Yeah, she was one of those people that I met, and then I interviewed her for um, for Vice twice for one for a documentary and one for for um, just a piece about her and Trump. Let's get her so, into the studio. I think it has to be live yeah. in person so enough drinking can happen and the punching and the crying. I, I, mean, I, don't, I don't care I don't what you miss, think about her. She is funny. You have I to do not, super funny. I do not misremember this. There was a time where Ann Coulter, like, and the Red Eye, um, I'm sorry, and the Old Spice guy, not Terry Crews, the other dude, uh, JJ Walker, were, Jimmy Jimmy Walker, Dynamite. Yeah. No, no, the Old Spice guy. The oh, dude you remember from she the, dated Jimmy Walker, right? I remember that, but I'm saying yeah. the Old Spice guy came to the studio <laughs> when they were shooting Red Eye, and <laughs> she was like, like that was she the was most natural yeah, all course. over him. Jimmy Walker. It yeah. was like totally crazy. I'm I'm confident this happened, and I feel like I was there. <coughs> well, she she's just Mark. been crushing on the guy, and then he showed up. Yeah. Someone in in the comments not long ago who was trying to come at Moynihan. Um, as for being oh, really? like a like yeah like a, a failed or a, a wannabe comic or something like that, but I was trying to understand I, why. Ne- I never ever I, once, I, and I never ever would. Try someone to said that. Someone yeah, said that? I I disabused what? him of the notion, and like 
Uh, but like, uh, and I was having a conversation that was no. separate, for, separate <laughs> from this, but like, we know a lot of comedians because of Red Eye. Like, yeah, Red Eye was our entrance into the world of comedy. And I've uh, uh, talked to this a lot uh, with a lot of different uh, people, which is just this sort of bizarre thing. Because they yeah, would always have true. a journalist and a comedian on. Um, and you would end up yeah. working with people, you know, some of whom make it, but many of whom don't. Um, and, but it's, uh, it's, it's kind of interesting. And no, I disabuse them. No, it, there's something different between being uh, a journalist who prefers to hang out with comedians because journalists are, are not funny or interesting to hang out with lots of times and someone who's uh, you know is a, a would-be comedian it's a, it's a different different level of neediness um yeah, moynihan's I, neediness yeah. is specific uh criminal uh and it's yeah. not <laughs> the need to stand up in front of strangers and like put himself i think out. one of the things you, you can't me. be yeah. a comic <laughs> i think uh, comics have their funny sort of observations of the world kind of thing not all comics are like that obviously but i'm just angry I don't think <laughs> angry people aren't good comics. The best comics are not angry. I don't know. I it depends. It depends. Not really. I mean, who's a good angry comic? I mean, the chat will fill up with a thousand people. Yeah, 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 yeah. Trying saying the things. Insult the insult. So comic the, 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 the first angry. two I think are bad comics. I don't like Bill Hicks and I don't like Lewis Black. And the reason I don't like Bill Hicks is like Kinnison. Kinnison's a good version. Because he's he Kins is really funny, but he was never really angry. It was like a character, yeah, a character. of screaming and like because he was a preacher when he was a kid. You know, right? He was like I mean, a, was, was, was a child Dice preacher. Clay in angry comic, or was he just uh, no? Just, he was just the same thing. Just angry. kind of an asshole. Um, yeah, what did I see him in? Oh, he's in. Um, my daughter and I watched uh, Pretty in Pink. Andrew Dice Clay is in it. Ooh. How's that holding up? Uh, <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it's kind of. I mean, look, it's a John Hughes movie, so it's really funny. And the Racist. the um, the uh, well, no, that that sixteen candles. <laughs> That's a different. I didn't want to. Yeah. Can I? Sh should I show? I that don't think her? you should show that to your daughter. Why? No, I, don't, I, I don't think you should show that to your daughter. Not not because anytime of, soon. Yeah, because of the long duck dong. <laughs> Is it just because of the long duck dong? Um, no. There, I mean, there's other things in there, right? I'm thinking more long duck dong. <laughs> Camille, you sound like Doc Rivers. Can you like oh. do the Doc Rivers thing where he has like weird African words? I can't and lean the, into this. I right. can't lean. If I think about it too much, yeah. I, it just is distracting. There are yeah. a couple of questions in the comments. And I think what we wanted to do was try to have a conversation yeah. with you folks. Because I suspect some of you may yeah. have interesting insights on a range of issues. But I do see several questions that we can knock out quickly. Uh, Ann Coulter, is she a millionaire because of her books? Or does she have some sort of dark money sponsor somewhere? I have no idea. I suspect Ann has books. made plenty of money from selling books. Um, that's not to suggest that she's still giving her money yeah. of various kinds for doing all manner. She has a Substack now too, by the way. Yeah. They don't, and it's funny, and it's just <clears> funny. Uh, they don't sell nearly as much as they used to. Um, uh, they used no, no, to. No. I mean, it's a huge factor. I mean, she's still. Uh, I would presume, and Gabby might know this better than than any of us, but I, I presume when she has a book out, that it still makes a bestseller list, just because there's the usual kind of rage fuel, and she has an audience. But like the difference in overall I unit shift is just a fraction. I don't think she's a bestseller um, anymore, but th really? there's the genre, and Gabby can uh, tr uh, say whether this is true or not, but I think just observationally it is true that the genre of books where y the author is on the cover <laughs> is kind of faded. Uh, the politicians still do it. It's always, you know, like, you remember that we used to be like, oh my God, there's a, a book <laughs> that no one's going to read. And like Bill Frist would be on the cover, like with an <laughs> eagle on his arm and like a flag behind him. And he'd be like, I got America, so here it's somewhere. the fucking best. Yeah. <laughs> you know? We have, we have some like, friends who've published those books in the last like 12, 18 months.
Yeah. What? <coughs> uh, Someone uh, asked political if, books? Uh, yeah, with themselves on the cover. Um, Who? Who's that? Uh, Cat what if they asked you to one. do that, Camille? I would not. You would not. I mean, I would wear a dashiki and do all kinds of other weird yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like the black like like stuff. when they, like when they brought the jury to Jay's house. <laughs> You're going to be on the cover of your book. No, no. I'm. Oh, I'm no, betting no. money you right should, now. No, no. I'm, Are you I'm, kidding? I'm me? talking to some artists now. It's going to have like a whole like weird aesthetic. There's a whole thing. That's not true. The, you're gonna you know, have, you know that gonna the draw publisher you is going to be like, Camille, we need them to know that you're black. And you're like, but I'm not black. And I'm like, well, for the purposes of sales of this book, you are going to be black. So could you be on the cover with an I'm, afro with I'm a confident huge pick my in publisher it? wouldn't ask for anything like that from me. Uh, um, yeah. Comedian, I'd like comedian to see that contractual language. A, a comedian question, Dave Smith, has he ever performed non-political comedy? I have no idea. I've, I've never seen that conversation to never seen this comedy. Dave um, I've seen him open up, like, but usually in political contexts, yeah. like opening up Soho for him, which he used to do. Yeah, uh, and so then, uh, it's all really political. Someone asked about Fred Armisen uh, and the uh, interview I did with him for the wonderful show that I produced for the Templeton Foundation. Which I'll say to you all, since you're here and we're gathered and we're friends, um, the next episode of that comes out on tomorrow, Monday, and it is better than the first two by a significant margin, in my estimation. Mm -hmm. That's the uh, right. episode that we shot at. The Santa Fe Institute, and the it is a uniquely magical place. Um, mm -hmm. And I suppose a quick story I could tell about that episode, which I haven't told to anyone just yet, um, is uh, <clears throat> that I went out there and I was hopeful that I would get a chance to meet Cormac. That's right, because Cormac has an affiliation with the S with SFI, and I talked to the director, and initially I was asking for an interview, and the short version is. Couldn't do an interview because he wasn't in great health, but it was entirely likely that we were going to be able to meet and have dinner. And I was looking forward to this, uh, but as I got out there, there was an emergency situation that had to be addressed, and the person who was brokering the whole thing couldn't make it. And I said, okay, great. Well, this is unfortunate, but I will come back in a month to reshoot some of the stuff we couldn't do this time. And in the interim, Cormac passed. So by the time I got back for the second shoot, um, people were still very much in mourning there. Um, so you don't get a sense of that from the thing that we actually edited and cut. But it was a, a really cool experience. And getting to sit at Cormac's desk and like go to his old office and talk about the influence he had on the place and the way the place had an influence on him uh, was probably one of the the most interesting and cool things to come out of the entire project. It's not the central beam of the thing that we just produced because uh, the Santa Fe Institute does this thing uh, called complexity science. It's really interesting on its own. I won't bother explaining it now, but um, yeah, it's next week. So can, can I ask Matt? Um, Cause Camille just gave his answer to this and I'll ask Matt and then that will precipitate a lot of answers. I presume from people in the chat. Um, is there anyone that you are very excited to meet, have been trying to meet, have been trying to arrange something to, or it was offered to you and you're like, holy shit, I get to meet X person. And they died before you could. <laughs> uh, this is not unknown uh, to me. Uh, this has happened a few times. And even, I will accept also for, for um, uh, listeners who are, who are chatting about this, um, if you had like tickets to a show or something, because I had promised my ex um, <laughs> in a very short period of time that we would go to see the show. Um, I think it was at Mohegan Sun or something. And it was uh, Joan Rivers and Don Rickles, uh, the two greatest uh, comics of all time. And uh, 
that passed for a second, and they both both died before I could correct that. But I have a few of those. Matt, does that ever happen to you? So the closest that it came, I probably wouldn't have met them at the time. But the next show that Nirvana was supposed to play, uh, I had tickets to uh, because oh, yeah, it was yeah, in that's Prague. Right, that's right. Um, yeah. They we had uh, they uh, had already canceled one, had to suspend one uh, a Prague show. Or delay it because of the trouble in the Rome or Italy uh, hotel room. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's when we yeah. had our uh, New Year's Eve party um, that night was uh, called Coma As You Are, and you get to drink champagne like Kurt Cobain. <laughs> it's pretty good. <laughs> we did Kurt Cobain cover band. It was funny. But then, so then we bought tickets and we we're all excited, uh, even though like it was a coin toss, you could just sort of feel it. So uh, yeah, there's a whole bunch of idiots my age who uh, still have a hold on to the, the golden ticket somewhere in their old stuff uh, that's uh, useless uh, somewhere, but uh, I would have seen them, never saw them. That's, that's as close as I remember to that, but I'm sure it's happened. I feel like Moynihan over the last like calendar year, you have like randomly mentioned people on the show and they, and they immediately die. Yeah. Um, just like, is <laughs> anyone give me, over- give me one of those people that I've murdered. I'm trying to- <laughs> It's happened like five times, and now I'm blanking on exactly who it was, but uh, you certainly killed like off a few. like old players from, from the Mets or something. I, I, think, I think you might have killed Robbie Robertson. That sounds kind uh, of That's familiar. probably true. Uh, that's but probably yeah, some other ones too. It, I mean, I, I remember being very upset. I remember exactly where it was. When uh, David Bowie died, there was no opportunity that I would meet him because he, he um, just didn't talk to anyone. I mean, the last kind of public thing that he did, public thing, you, know, you sent this the other day, Matt, on camera was on Ricky Gervais' okay. uh, show where he does the the song, you know, Shuffle pathetic little loser, <laughs> national joke. Um, and somebody said, Marnamus, I saw Martin not a long before he died at his apartment and it was awful in the sense that I knew something was gone, was horribly wrong. And he seemed a little out of it, and not in the sense that, you know, his faculties were going. I mean, he was still pretty sharp, uh, but that he was probably on medication or something, and he died very soon thereafter. And um, I had been told at the end of that night that he was sick and told not to mention that, and um, never did. And then and it's, it's also um, something that I you always regret not having one more experience with somebody when they're great and they've influenced you. And, um, and I've told the story before where Clive James, one of my great heroes, um, was sick with cancer and, uh, he was very good friends with Hitchens. And I asked Christopher how Clive was doing. He said, he's, he's very sick. He's terminal. Clive survived like six years more than longer than, than Christopher did. And I never got to meet him. So, but, um, his, uh, there's an incredible poem that he wrote. Cause you know, James one of the greatest critics of all time, an absolutely funny writer, brilliant writer. If you want to read the meanest review ever, and I think it's, it might be behind a paywall. If it is, tell me and I'll get you a copy of it, is the review he wrote in, I think, 77 or 78 for the New York Review, review of Books on John Le, John Le Carre. And it says, it's like it's called like, Please Come In From The Cold or something, and it is so mean. But at the end of his life, he wrote a poem about dying called Japanese Maple, which is uh, very, very good. And, um, and uh, I recommend people read it. So it's a bit, dis- a bit depressing, but. Look at that. There's already a link up. Boom. Look at that. Already yeah. a link up. You guys are doing real good. Um, um, other questions? Let's get some questions. Should we hear yeah. some other we people's some, voices? And you yeah, we can raise your hand and stuff. We could, we could talk. We could yeah. talk. In fact, 
I don't, I, I'm don't, reluctant. By the way, don't filibuster. You know the fucking routine, but don't yeah, filibuster. That's right. Don't get in there and just be like, you know, it's like, well, it was a crypto. And, the, and, we start, and then it's like 20 minutes later, <laughs> I've invested in your fucking coin. Yeah. <laughs> I've lost all my money. Over, overthinking Hedonist says, uh, Camille's lighting is great, by the way, which thank you for that. But it's actually just the fact that I am so incredibly fucking handsome. That is yeah. actually yeah. what you're seeing. And it, it, people get that confused all the time. It's like, oh, that's you a know really what nice I call shirt. That? It's like, no, I'm just, I'm hot. That's, that's yeah. the issue. I actually yeah, call so. that black guy in a white background. It's a very <laughs> distinct look. It's a, it's a hot look. Nikki Haley's been using that to pretty good effect, if we're being honest. Well, Nikki Haley, also yeah. just hot. I don't know you're, if that's you're a hot Nikki, take. You're, you're into, oh my you're into gosh. Nikki Haley? Oof. Really? Sure what? I am. What? <laughs> what? My goodness. What happened? What happened? What, what happened? Are you, no. <laughs> what? What are you talking? What that's happened? crazy. I can't believe you did that. I did like a half. Of, <laughs> by the way, that? that's um, all we get from you. This yeah, is fucking you members only. We're I only. just want to point out we have many, many, um, many Indian listeners, Indian American listeners, Indian Canadian English. I've talked to a number of them, mm. and I just want to say that there is um, a person in my life who is, judges my shitty accents and says that the Indian is by by like far away. From us. Like it's Peter Sellers. I had me some daughters I tried so hard I never knew still waters Nothing to eat And nothing to drink Nothing for a man to do But sit around and think Nothing for a man to do But sit around and think I'm thinking and I'm thinking till there's nothing I ain't funk. Breathing in the stink till finally I stunk. It was at that time, I swear I lost my mind. Started making plans to kill my own kind. Started making plans to kill my own kind. I said the youngest one Put your coat on We'll have some fun We'll go out to the mountains The one to explore The face lit up I'm standing by the door The face lit up I'm standing by the door I will carry the lanterns We'll go out tonight We'll go to the caverns We'll go out tonight We'll go to the caves Kiss your mother goodnight And remember that God saves Kiss your mother goodnight And remember that God saves Letter to a hole, a deep black well. I said, make a wish, make sure and not tell. And close your eyes, dear, and count to seven. You know, your papa loves you, good children.